During Shmonesra, you're obviously not meant to have any afsaka at all, any breaks, anything which will, interruptions, that's a good word, any interruptions at all. Again, the mashal, the parable that people always say, it, it's it's a simple parable, it's never pashut, it's difficult to practice, put into practice, but if you're standing in front of a king and you're talking to a king, obviously you're not going to start talking to someone else in the middle, you're going to be focused on the king. You're talking to a Baruch you're not going to start doing other things during that time. So clearly you have to be very careful not to have any interruptions during Shemunah. So even if a Jewish king asks you, Shalom Aleichem, you don't reply to a Jewish king. If a Goyesha king, uh, would, who would be insulted if you don't reply, uh, ask uh, something, that obviously you can reply to him, that's Pikoch Nefesh. If a non-poisonous snake is written, is, is a mamash on your heel, you don't call out for help. If he's a poisonous snake, okay, then Safi Pikoch Nefesh is Doichem. Uh, you're not supposed to walk or hint or make any hints or, or you know, or winks or wave your arms or something like that during davening, during Shemun uh, There, However, to walk during during the Shemun is, is it's afsaka, it's an interruption, but it's not considered the worst interruption. So there's certain situations that uh, that that you could be lenient. For example, say you're diving in a place and it's difficult for you to dive in that that particular area. You can get up and walk in the middle of the Shemunesi somewhere else. Uh, for example, I mean, okay, it's brought down in halacha. Okay, the Mishabura, the example of uh, of a snake which is uh, not poisonous, coming close to you, like you're obviously not going to be able to have kavana. It's not pikuach nefesh, but you can go somewhere else. You can walk away, so you'll have more kavana elsewhere. And that's a less bizrat Hashem, hopefully a less common occurrence. But the more common occurrence would be that you're in shul and you're. And you have a kid with you, and the kid's making noise, and you can't have, and you can't have kavana, and the people around you can't have, and they can't have kavana. So if you can hint to the kid to leave, but the kid's too young and he doesn't understand, you pick up your kid and you walk out of shul. I've seen, unfortunately, too many times the kids are making noise in shul and the fathers are davening away and they're not doing anything. That's not that's wrong. You're supposed to pick your kid up and walk out, even in the middle of Shmonesrei. Okay, or or how about this? How about it's not your kid, but you're but people are talking nevich during Shmonesrei, or or our kids are making noise, and you can't kavana, can't can't have kavana. You can't fully focus, and if you you can try to hint to them to be quiet, but if they don't listen to you, then you can get up and walk away in the middle of an area which is quieter, which would enable you to daven a lot with a lot more kavana. All right, the classic you've seen this I'm seeing, you've seen many times. There's the rabbi of the shul of the rosh Shiva. So, you know, people, he knows that people are waiting for him. The Chazan's waiting for him to finish it, begin Chazan's shots. Now, in the meantime, the rabbi can't even focus on, on his on his, on his ministry, right? Because he knows that people are waiting for him. So what does he do? He hints them, you know, oh, go ahead, go ahead, you know, with his arm, you know, go ahead. And uh, you've seen that people do that. That's a, that's a hint that the rabbi is, and that's permitted because it'll help him, the rabbi himself, with his intent, because he won't be distracted by waiting, by realizing, oh, they're waiting for me, they're waiting for me. Okay, um, how about if your sitter falls? Your sitter falls in the middle of Shemun Esrei. Okay? Hey, no, how about this? It's not even your sitter. Some, a, a sitter falls. Okay, how about that? A sitter falls. And and you're like, oh, it's on the floor. And you're bothered. And you can't even focus on your Shemun Esrei. So pick it up. And you can walk away and pick it up and, and put it away. Okay? What happens if you're davening uh, Shemun Esrei off by heart? Okay? Off by heart. And then you, in the middle of Shemun you realize, uh, oh, I got confused. Or how about today's Rosh Chodesh? So say you've got your Rosh Chodesh, oh, shoot, I don't know Yalav Yavo off by heart. 
So you can walk in the middle of Shemonesri, take, take a sitter and continue with your davening. Okay? What happens if you forget something during Shemonesri? For instance, there's halacha. And you know what the halacha is. Say, forget, you you, uh, you, you said more to tell us that Mashiach and Nagashim. You know what the halacha is. So the middle of Shemonesri, you can actually walk over to the to these bookshelves and open up a book and try to figure out what to do. Uh, some people even say, it's probably Mr. Bura, that you can even ask someone what to do if you, if, if, if you have a suffering in that type of situation. If you're at home and your phone uh, goes off and rings during, during Shemitah right? so, you know, uh, turn it off and continue davening. If, if you're at home by yourself and, and, and you'd have to walk over uh, to turn it off, then you shouldn't, unless it's really bothering you. If you're in, in, you're in, a, in a shul, certainly you have to walk over to the phone in the middle, so it shouldn't be other other people. What happens if your talus falls off? So if part of the talus is on, on you still during, during Shemun Esrei, you can pick it up and fix it up. But if your talus fell entirely, you can't pick it up and put it on again. That's the, the action of what litatef batitit is an action which is considered to be a hefsek. If you uh, mamish uh, can't focus at all because you're like, oh, I'm, I'm embarrassed, I'm going to have the talus, finish the bracha, and then you can put the talus on. And the last thing, of course, if you're Kaddish or Kedusha, you don't respond. Uh, there is a Machlokas Rishonim about this. Uh, we're not getting into it right now. The Lamdus, a lot of good Lamdus behind it, but we'll just say right now, there's a Machlokas Rishonim you know, about this, so you shouldn't respond. Um, what you can do is you can remain silent and hear the Chazan, and then you have Kavana, and then you'll be able to see with the Chazan when he is... Uh, saying the words, uh, kedush, 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 say, so you're in Shmonesra, you just remain silent and listen to him. If that's going to bother you and you won't have Kavana, then just continue davening, that's absolutely fine.